Talk. Cape Town has been through the Tweeden Nivejaar, which is the very popular street parade, uh, which started off with an absolute bang with more than 80,000 uh, spectators in attendance, followed by the very successful Nidball Quad series. And uh, there seems to be quite a bit happening in and around Cape Town. And we've become a fantastic destination uh, worldwide, uh, you know, to come to for particular events. JP Smith joins me on the line this morning. JP, a very good morning to you and welcome to the show. Morning. JP, we, we, we seem to be a very popular destination and um, this obviously puts a, a lot of pressure on your department in terms of logistics and uh, arranging and organizing and seeing that everything went 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 well. Um, I, I look at the Imagine Dragons concert that happened uh, during the course of the week. Uh, we've had the city gridlocked, but there were no problems. And uh, it's normal to expect that kind of, of gridlock in the city when you've got 40,000 people going to the stadium. But, but one, of, one of the nice things happening... Uh, in, in Cape Town is the ICC Women's Top 20 World Cup that takes place from the 10th to the 26th of February. Absolutely. Our cup runneth over. Uh, we have <laughs> the T20, as you say. We had Imagine Dragons this week. Um, quite recently, beginning of the year and still with the competitions ongoing, was the minstrels um, and the Malay choirs, Christmas bands, uh, we also had, um, we will also see in three weeks' time, probably one of the most amazing things coming to our uh, shores, and that is the uh, Formula E race. It's just going to be mind-boggling. Um, that brings alone by itself an estimated 2 billion rand to our economy. Um, the uh, that's followed by the uh, International Ice Hockey Federation uh, Women's Championship at Grand West. If you've not seen an ice hockey game, you're missing out big time. I promise you it'll be the most interesting thing you've seen, so please go and support them. That's really amazing. Uh, and that, and the third big women's championship in this six-month period is, of course, the Netball World Cup uh, at the Convention Center in um, July. That's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, first time in 75 years on African soil. So an extraordinary achievement to have it here in South Africa. Uh, and then in between, you've got the Cape Town Carnival still coming, um, which is not to be missed in March. So we are so spoiled for major events this morning. We are so privileged. Um, we've got just so many opportunities at the moment for extraordinary events. And I know that we are talking to major events organizers about bringing even more and yes it is a logistical headache the cape town marathon the last one pushed us to open new roads because of the increased number of runners as they vie for international status um to be one of a very small prestigious uh, group of of international uh, marathons so that uh, required us to put our thinking caps on and figure out how we were going to to try and manage the traffic logistics without it uh, becoming completely snarled up. But we managed and the public were patient with us. Uh, so we're well on our way with that as well. The, all these events are steadily just growing. And of course, that's the goal because between them, they create a huge ecosystem for jobs and opportunities for people. Around 35,000 people who work in events and COVID was unkind. It caused companies to have to lose staff or to shut, and we're um, we're eager to see what we lost 
recovered. We're well on our way. And then to surpass that in the next year or two and watch these events grow. 18 minutes past 8 o'clock chatting this morning to J.P. Smith. J.P., um, the the ICC Women's T20 World Cup takes place. Now, we've had a very successful sort of local T20 and, uh, and, and, and sort of all around the country. We'll be hosting 12 of uh, the 23 games, I think it is, uh, on, on this particular show. How important internationally are these events to sort of showcase Cape Town to the world? I think you answer the question yourself. It's not just about the event. I mean, events are important for us because of everybody who gets who gets to work in them. It's hospitality, it's people in the transport sector, it's catering, it's marketing, it's all the logistics people, it's people who are building the the stages and set um, construction work. There's an enormous amount of work that goes on behind the scenes uh, that all creates jobs and puts money through the economy. But more than that, we also appreciate, and just before I answer your question, the social cohesion that comes with that. Because every one of these events, if you went to the tens last night, uh, that's on today still and was yesterday on Greenpoint. That's 3,000 players in 300 teams participating in dodgeball, rugby, uh, um, uh, what was the netball, mm. and water polo. And that's extraordinary. That's a very large sports event with a very large party happening alongside it. Uh, so these events see an, a, a huge diversity of Capetonians and South Africans, international travelers come and enjoy and participate in these events. That reminds us all of our common identity as Capetonians and what we love to do together. And then, of course, it fixes eyeballs on us because mm-hmm. many of these events are getting millions of views across the world <clears throat> that is determining for somebody their next holiday destination. So the events industry feeds into the film industry. It feeds into the tourism industry. It is um, pulling more feet here, and that in turn creates uh, more employment, more visitors, more tourists, more events. Uh, and this is a very virtuous cycle that we are keen to keep on nourishing. Mm. Off the WhatsApp line, and if you'd love to join the conversation, our WhatsApp line is at 0725671567. Uh, chatting this morning to JP Smith about the events happening in and around Cape Town and the actual importance of that particular event to, to Cape Town and not only Cape Town itself, uh, domestically, but internationally. Off our WhatsApp line, Pat saying this morning, thank you, JP. Your service is appreciated. And, and I think besides the fact that, you, you know, a number of people think that you have the broad shoulders to cope with this, JP, uh, it must be an, a logistical nightmare sometimes when you sit down. But there's a lot of planning and behind-the-scenes stuff uh, that goes on in, in terms of events, isn't it? So I have to give full credit to our, our extraordinary staff within each of the core service departments. Um, and, you know, yesterday I was at the Western Cape Government and West Crows Cape of Great Events uh, Conference uh, and I said to them that people often ask me why is events in safety and security? Should it not be in economic development or elsewhere? And I say no, we used to have it there in the council but it's had its happiest home in safety and security because 90% of what events does is logistics. It's logistics around events with safety um, and medical and disaster management uh, and the coordination thereof. So we are deeply blessed that we have developed a team who have um, been in their jobs for a while, 
We've not seen constant rotation, so we've had a stable local government environment with a stable development of skills in traffic, law enforcement, metro police, traffic, SAPs, and there are go-to persons in each of these who can do this with their eyes closed now, who run a seamless endeavor, uh, who work extremely well together. We've built facilities and camera technology and systems around us. We've upgraded infrastructure to make these events precincts viable and optimal um, so that yesterday you could just see, notwithstanding the fact that we have construction going on in the back for the Formula E, at the same time you've got the event happening, the tens happening right there on the shared fields on the common and the VOC is running um, and watching all of this carefully, seeing what was done. And then one part of the event started happening that was not scheduled, that was not within the safety parameters. And immediately the VOC commander, the venue operations commander, uh, put a stop to that and said, look, no, that's high risk. That wasn't planned for. Uh, we didn't uh, think through what the possible outcomes and consequences of that could be. So they put a stop to that. And it's that kind of hands-on management that makes sure that you have events without catastrophes and disasters because those mar the reputation of your city and drive events organizers away. 23 minutes past 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning chatting to City's Mayoral Committee member for Safety and Security, Alderman J.P. Smith, this morning. And uh, we're chatting about events that are happening in and around Cape Town. There was the netball, there's the Cape Minstrels that are still continuing, uh, the Nachtruppel, which is still ongoing. Also, Newlands Cricket Ground uh, will host 12 of the 23 matches, including two semifinals and the final for the ICC Women's T20 World Cup that takes place from the 10th to the 26th of February. Coming back to the Formula E, I think this must be one of... Um, probably the highlights for us at the beginning of the year and uh, how's the the progress going with that and how will we be managing this entire Formula E on that day? So I think you have to call the process frenetic at the moment. Um, That (laughs) team is working flat out to get everything done. It's complicated. There were items they required, barriers they required that weigh uh, many tons each which it was not possible to source in South Africa. They had to have them specially made. No one company could make them. They had to convince companies to collaborate and jointly work on making these barriers and share um, resources to to, to do that. It's not easy to get that kind of collaboration across competing um, uh, construction companies. So a huge amount of effort and logistics is going into this. Um, It's an event that for the first iteration they're offers going to cost the organizers a massive amount of money. They're making a huge um, uh, calculated risk or taking huge calculated risk on this event over the next five years. Um, and they are convinced Cape Town is going to be an amazing leg of it. I can see the ticket sales are, are running uh, the um, foreign packages for visitors who are coming is amazing. I have heard of people who I've spoken to said, oh, our family is coming from X or Y place to come and see this. And they're excited or they saw previous leg of it in London. They're coming now uh, to Cape Town for this. So I I think it is going to be a spectacular success. We've put in as the city some civils works on that, um, on that site. The uh, grand, the... Um, common and the area around the stadium last had any meaningful investment 
in 2010, 2009. So the precinct is becoming a bit tired and 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 uh, is showing signs of wear in places. So to make sure that that is spruced up, we've spent a bit of money on it. But to do that once a decade for the the money that comes out of this, keep in mind, uh, we estimated about five, six years ago that our top eight events in Cape Town generated around three billion rand of economic activity. Those figures are well dated now, and you can be sure those figures are going to be well over four billion or four and a half billion by now. And uh, the small little bit of seed capital the city spends on this, you cannot compare what we get out of it as an economy. It's a huge boost to our economy. If the city created direct jobs for that money, it would mm. be a small little impact. The money would be spent very rapidly, the few million we put in, and very f- a handful of people would benefit. The, through the events activations, we get thousands of people who end up with jobs, um, indirect and indirect jobs, uh, and the coverage is massive. The, they estimate that Formula E will generate us around 500 million rands worth of media coverage. There's no way you can pay that for that kind of destination marketing. City would never have enough money to begin with Western Cape Government and West Crow and everybody together. We couldn't fund that kind of media marketing of our city and our province. JP Smith chatting to us this morning off the WhatsApp line this morning. JP, you are one of a kind. Uh, we in Cape Town appreciate you so much, and that comes to you from Annette. Also listening to JP really makes me proud of living in Cape Town. That comes from Hugo. Here's a concern, JP, about you know the events are happening in and around us, and it's absolutely brilliant. But I think one or two people might have a concern of saying, "How do I get to work?" But here's a voice note on that, JP. I have to give full uh, credit to our, our extraordinary uh, stuff. I'd like to ask a question to JP uh, regarding to movement on these major events lined up for Cape Town. Uh, I'm a e-hailing driver. On the Thursday, no, on, yeah, it was on a Wednesday when there was a concert. The movement was very bad. Transport was just standstill. It took me one hour, five minutes from Christian Banadi to uh, to the stadium. I don't know, are there any plans in future uh, to ease the, this congestion? Also, uh, my advice is, what if we can use my city and e-hailing than people driving in their cars, find parking somewhere, even on the highways, maybe. Just suggestion. Then mm. people use my city to the stadiums. Because look, two people are driving a car to the event, yet my city can carry about 20, 30, 50 people. That's my suggestion. Thank you so much, President Cape Town. That's a very good suggestion, isn't it, JB? So I must confess the sound quality was quite good, yeah. and I didn't get all of that. Yeah, he's basically saying that he's an e-hailing driver, um, and I think he was probably talking, hopefully, or sitting somewhere. It sounded like it was in a My City bus, but um, he's an e-hailing driver, and it took him about an hour to get you know, from uh, the elevated freeway through towards the, the Cape Town Stadium, and he's actually suggesting that you know we should uh, make more use, or actually people should make more use of uh, the, the My City bus service because you know an e 
Morning Driver or people coming into town. I know that, for instance, Papa Hudson as well as Amy McIver were stuck in traffic. Um, and then you're only sitting three people in a car. So uh, a park and ride system, perhaps, for, for the stadium and other events? So, I mean, absolutely he's right. I, I would um, support the suggestion that people make use of it. With all of these events, those um, transport arrangements are activated. Um, so with all major events now, uh, when you've got those kind of crowds of people, uh, we activate um, the e-hailing, uh, the My City Bus, there's a whole transport plan that goes with that, that uh, ensures that people are able to get from the station and with park and ride options from the CBD, either by walking by the fan walk, uh, which many people like to do, um, or going to um, uh, parking around the city and then taking the the buses to the events, and that brings you to the uh, My City Station right there by the Greenpoint Traffic Circle next to the stadium. I've personally used that um, uh, attending events in the last uh, six months, so I can vouch for for the efficacy of that. Um, and yes, the the traffic impact of many people trying to to park right next door to the stadium because South Africans do not like walking. We do like to bring um, our vehicles and park on the nearest flower bed next to the stadium. Um, that is a challenge, changing those um, behaviors and patterns. Uh, and I think that's ongoing marketing and, of course, enforcement on the other side. I know I get the hate mail the next day when people got traffic fines for illegally parking uh, because they tried to to uh, get their vehicle as close to the stadium as possible. Um, but I also trans- uh, had to transport somebody. I had a meeting to attend on Wednesday evening and around what, half past five, six o'clock. Uh, and it took me about 20, 25 minutes to get from the Civic Center to Greenpoint. Um, so I think that there was traffic management. I observed the traffic officials trying to, to do their best. Uh, but with all of these, it would help a lot if the public did use public transport options. J.P. Smith chatting to us, the last WhatsApp that's just come in. J.P., what a decent, reliable, hardworking, competent man is J.P. who deals with some of our most difficult circumstances and often the ugliest and most disappointing. Um, he, But he maintains the, his cool and focus at all times. Uh, we obviously owe him a great deal of gratitude for the many activities that happen successfully, and he should be given an award, J.P., an award to acknowledge uh, what you've done for us. Janine in Komiki says... Uh, thank you so much, JP. JP, thank you so much for, for always being available, for always chatting to us, and uh, good luck with all of these events. If, if I could give you a traffic uh, traffic um, compliment of about 2,000 officers, I'd do that tomorrow. Excellent. I'll <laughs> tell the mayor that you said, Zane says I need 2,000 officers. You're right, that's exactly what we need. Um, but uh, can I also just say, please go and support these events. Thank you to the public who do support Go and support these events. We are also with the Netball World Cup making arrangements for off-site viewing areas so people can, who don't get um, to get their hands on any tickets are able to go and see the game elsewhere. The Recreation and Parks Department and Councillor van der Ross working hard on that. So we're going to try and make sure that as many people as possible share that experience. And then a last little punt. Remember my words around the, the, the ice hockey games. Um, they have um, achieved quite a bit by getting that bid. So let's please go and support them. We'll make sure we say a lot more about that as it comes up.